This is uh, Callum from Placeholder, and you're uh, listening to Genuine Chit Chat. Yes, quite, quite. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Genuine Chit Chat. This week is part two of my chat with Callum Stone of Placeholder. Now, if you tuned in last week, you'll know that part one, uh, me and Callum spoke about, you know, quite a wide variety of things. We spoke about music quite a bit, sort of um, using CDs and streaming. Um, we also spoke about Gordon Ramsay. Um, we spoke about organizing gigs, uh, my story of meeting a member of a band. So, you know, quite a, a varied talk that we had. Um, well, this is part two, obviously. And um, in this part we speak, it's a bit more sort of centered around their new EP um, and like, how the collaboration between... Um, Callum Placeholder and uh, Kadeem France of Loathe happened, which Loathe, if you're unaware, are um, an up and coming. Uh, I don't know what genre they, they class as. They're very heavy. Um, so, you know, if you've heard of Loathe, definitely check out the track Despise Me. It's the third single off the um, EP of the same name, Despise Me. Um, so we speak about that. Um, we also, we do talk about other things as well. We talk about sort of uh, trying to promote oneself on social media. Um, we talk about the new sort of music videos of placeholders. Um, we speak about sort of responding to negativity as well as positivity online and leaving YouTube comments, things like that. Um, and then we kind of finish off with Callum talking about his dream collaboration um, with someone else in the alternative scene. So that's the kind of thing that you're in for for this episode you know even if you're not into really heavy music and you haven't listened to placeholders ep which is on spotify and itunes apple music all that sort of jazz uh i'd recommend go listening to it even if you're not that into heavy music because it is a really good listen but you know even if you haven't heard the ep this is still a really good chat to listen to now, if you hear any odd sounds, like really oddly heavy breathing, um, Callum does vape, and um, he was vaping occasionally uh, in this chat. Um, I edited a fair few of them out, but I, I don't think I got all of them, so just to warn you guys of that. Um, and that's more or less it, I think. Um, I mean, we've got a promo coming up uh, for Beer Nuts Productions. Um, any fans of the show will know, um, or fans of my show rather, will know that uh, I've had Goff, the creator of Beer Nuts Productions, on the podcast twice. Um, once was a few weeks before this episode, and the other one was uh, several months ago, I think in February time. Um, he's a blind Australian filmmaker. So yeah, he makes movies and he's legally blind. So he's a very, very interesting person to speak to. Um, so make sure you go check out those episodes as well as checking out beernutsproductions.com. Uh, I'll include a link to all the usual things uh, in the description, uh, you know, uh, where to get placeholders music, even though, as I said, Spotify, Apple Music, that sort of thing. A link to Beer Nuts Productions. Um, and I think that will be just about it. Um, yeah, I'll be back at the end uh, of this chat, guys, just to talk about a small amount of my life and delays, this, that, and the other. Um, what's coming up in the next few weeks? Uh, and, you know, basically what's to come, as well as on the usual social media things, you know, follow on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Anyway, you know, like, subscribe, share, do all those usual things that I like people to do with the show. I don't spend any money on advertising, so, you know, word of mouth spreading and collaborations is how I get the word out. Um, iTunes or other Apple podcast reviews are really, really helpful, and I really am thankful for everyone who's left one. If you could leave one, that'd be ideal. If you don't, well, I'm not going to force you. So that's about it for me. I'm going to stop rambling. So I'll be back at the end to talk about more, have more information, that sort of thing. And um, yeah, be sure to go check out Placeholder's newest video, Despise Me, which is on YouTube and things like that, and as well as the other two singles that you can find on their YouTube channel. And just listen to the whole beam. It's great, and I really recommend it. So um, thanks as always for listening, guys, and I'll talk to all of you guys at the end.
Hi, this is Goff from BeerNutsProductions.com and you're listening to Genuine Chit Chat Podcast with my pal, Mike Burton. And after you're done listening to Mike and his special guest for the week, why not head on over to BeerNutsProductions.com for some of our hilarious and original content. We've got a great range of movies, audio downloads and so much more for you to enjoy. That's BeerNutsProductions.com, the home of the world's greatest entertainment. And that's not overselling it. But for now, it's back over to you, Mike. Welcome to Genuine Chit Chat, where we have honest conversations with interesting people. And I'm your host, Mike Burton. I, I need to remember when this has come out, I've already hyped it up, but I need to... On Mondays, what I try and do, which I haven't done for fucking ages, is on the days of the week on Instagram, I try and keep to a, a vague s- schedule of some sort. Um, I never manage to because it actually takes fucking ages writing 30 hashtags and stuff. But it's like, I try and do oh, like... Mate, you need to copy and paste that shit. Well, no, I do. I've have got, it saved. <laughs> the thing is, I've got a lot of them saved. But the problem is, if I just post the same things over and over and over again, no, I have to think of different ones. And when it comes to an actual podcast release, like the one I did with Marcel last week, you know, it's Latin Trails and Ecuador and Peru and the Galapagos Islands. Like, they're not related to anything I've ever done. But this chat is obviously... I'm going to look at some of the hashtags I used for the earlier chat we did. But what I try and do in the day is like, on Monday... I try and do like New Music Monday, generally. You know, I like to try and give a spotlight to bands that aren't huge. I mean, I, I think I did post about, like I say, it's trying to do bands that aren't huge. I did mention like Bring Me's album, which doesn't need any more fucking hype behind it. But like, I'm obviously going to talk about, uh, especially when your EP comes out, obviously your new single as well, and Shaldo and things like that. But it's like, social media is the fucking worst. Like, not just it being- Facebook is terrible now. Oh, like Facebook, a, I basically give up. A friend of mine's business is like, as far as I haven't like spoke to him too much about it, but I'm pretty sure he's closing the it's, um, clothing business. I'm pretty sure he's closing it because Facebook just doesn't, you can pay to promote stuff and it still just doesn't show anyone now. It's terrible. Well, yeah, I tried doing the pay for thing and it ended up being like, the reach increased, but it still wasn't, no one really interacted it's, with it. It's a waste of time. We yeah. just spent like- um, I'd have to double check this with Jason, but I'm pretty sure we spent £10 a day for, it was either a week or two weeks. I'm pretty sure it was two weeks. Um, and nothing, literally nothing. It was terrible. Yeah, Facebook's just a waste of time now. Um, it's really annoying because it's just making this so hard for young bands. But well, I don't know what you can do. To find. It's, it's so hard to, like, for me to try and promote myself. I mean, literally, I've got Twitter, but with if podcasting, for example, on Twitter, it's so incestuous like all the Brit like I'm part of the Brit pod scene you know um, so it's a lot of British podcasts and stuff and it's not like a network it's just a group of people who hang out we do the hashtag and there's a Brit pod scene Twitter feed that shares it all and stuff and like but we all interact with each other I've done collaborations with them and it's really good to have that platform but most people who now who are really into podcasting who listen to my podcast or We Fix Space Junk or Ragbag or anything like that they know all of the other podcasts and they don't really listen to them because it's not that kind of thing and it's like it becomes this sort of incestuous thing and then Facebook is pointless because it doesn't show anyone anything and then Instagram is really the only way you can do it now but Instagram is slowly going to become like Facebook because Instagram's owned by Facebook yeah to be honest I only find Instagram it's just sort of like a scrolling thing anyway i don't think people pay too much attention to it i think people just kind of scroll they see something they like and they're like oh i like that and then that's it never see again it's not too bad the problem is is that if i'm if there's people who are looking for a new podcast my podcast is really easy to find it's got all the sort of hashtags and stuff and i do find some people do find the show through podcasting but the problem is is that trying to market to someone who isn't actually looking for what you're trying to sell is so it's almost impossible like the problem is with yours and my thing in, in a slightly different way is obviously my thing is First of all, 
only probably about half the population at the moment, if not less, even know what podcasting actually is, then an even smaller amount of that people even actually genuinely listen to podcasting. Like we got mates who listen to podcasts, but like Jasmine, she only really listens to Critical Role. So she 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 doesn't she's not interested in Joe Rogan or true crime podcasts or historical podcasts or documentaries anything like that. She just wants to hear critical role and that's fine. And you know Reese listens to about five podcasts. And I listen to about twenty. But it's like most of the people we know who know obviously I have a podcast and that sort of thing don't listen to podcasts. And I'm trying to market to people who either don't listen to podcasts, don't know what podcasting is, or think the podcast costs money and therefore to download this app is too much effort. Yeah. And then what you've got is you've got where you're trying to market music to people, which is a music genre which is already immediately as people... If you're not into metal, like I've had it with Megan, where you hear shouting for one second and they switch off for the whole song. And it's like you trying to market yourself to people who aren't trying to find new music or even don't even like the genre that you've got. And then you've even got, if you do manage to find those people, the problem is with metal is even though people who don't listen to metal think it's not diverse, metal can be quite elitist, but it is so diverse in like what you like. Like you and I, you and I like a lot of heavy and a lot of alternative music. But really, when I meet people like, like Ryan Payne, you know, who's been on the podcast, he likes like every fucking metal band. Like you see him posting about it. He goes to like every show. He likes every band. He likes from the Amity Affliction to Ghost to like Slipknot, but then Knock Loose to like every single band that are in the metal thing. Whereas for me, it's like, I'm not, I don't know if he likes those specific bands. I want to clarify if Ryan is this thing, but it's like, a lot of those bands I listen to and I go, these are right. They're just kind of average. And they're like Amity Affliction. I've ne- I haven't got a problem with Amity Affliction, but every time I listen to any of their music, I just go, this just sounds like another band, but not quite as good. And this is the problem. And I don't like saying that about bands. You know, I, I don't have anything against Amity Affliction, but it's just like, you are in such a tight space to also, you make no money from sales. And obviously I don't make any money, but my, my running costs for the podcast is about £12 a week if I don't include travel or my time. Whereas you just... Uh, like to do a music video, like I was going to ask actually, your music videos, like you said that um, your drummer now edits them and things. Like, do you yeah, still Corey have... does all the... Sorry, Corey does all the editing. Yeah, yeah. Do you, do you I assume you still have to get people to rent cameras and that sort of stuff, or what do you do? Exactly? No, not really. To be fair, um, we are our manager. Um, she did some of the recording for some of the um, videos, but um, like Stu's quite interested in photography and stuff. As oh, well. I saw his credits at the end of. Uh, I think it was. I yeah, his camera's really good, so we did some filming. Corey is good at filming anyway, so Corey's done some filming as well. Um, like, we kind of, we're kind of lucky enough that we can kind of do all that for stuff DIY and still make it decent anyway, because, like, just because of the band's interest. Yeah, because I thought you paid, I thought you paid money for that, because I remember when you were in Decipher. No, we used to. We used to pay money for it, but, um, we still do pay for it. Like, we paid Marianne for, um, doing some of the filming that she's done. Yeah. And if we need, if we need, like footage of the whole band like we obviously we can't use ourselves so we'll pay someone to do it but yeah like more often than not we can kind of just make make do ourselves with that kind of thing now which is good it does save on expense so i was going to ask as well with uh sort of linking in with probably lyrics and uh, the sort of videos meanings obviously the first single you released from the new ep is it's called despise me isn't it it is indeed yeah so that'll be that should be I'll, I'll be releasing this podcast after that comes out so this should already be out for anyone listening and i'll include a link and blah 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 um but the first single was um i built this house from nothing wasn't it it was now that was that was in a church i remember the video being very purple and i think you look you're wearing the outfit that basically billy joel wore for most of green day I was going for more of a Jared Way kind of thing, but yeah, <laughs> I will accept that they both wore pretty much the same outfit, and the uh, singer of the Hives wore that outfit as well. So I'm, I'm definitely not starting a new trend. <laughs> but like with with that video, um, obviously it's, it's in a church and things, and 
you know, I've, I've listened to the song quite a few times, but what lyric, first of all, does the video connect with the lyrics specifically? And if so, what does it mean? Um, best way to describe it, to be honest, is going to be all of them. Um, uh, we've put, well, the, all the videos will be out at the moment. So um, when this comes out, so I might as well describe all of them. Um, the first three tracks are the first three videos, which is I built this house from nothing. I don't feel anything anymore and despise me. And all of the videos linked together, which starts with I built this house from nothing, which is I've got to rem- remember now which part is like cause we've been filming all this kind of stuff together. So I have to remember which part is in which song. Is it which, with the, the woman who's in It's going to confuse me. Yeah, um, this is girl, girl Penny. Um, she is basically the idea of that video is that she's shunned by her parents um, for not wanting to do this religion, which you'll probably immediately pick up is like... Is, is kind of similar-ish to my life. Like to be fair, my parents haven't like shunned me. So if I if I go on this podcast now saying like my parents shunned me, it's, it's not that bad. We are like not- a lot of the a lot of the EP is personal stuff to me, and a lot of it is exaggerated to what other religions would be like. So like using examples like the Westbury Baptist Church and stuff like that. It's like using the extremes of it with my own personal experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, but the video of I built this house from nothing is obviously a girl being shunned for doing what she's doing. And then start this the starting cycle of mental breakdown. Um, I don't feel anything anymore is the second stage of that where she's out. We filmed her out and about. We filmed her like getting drunk. And then the end of the video is her coming back and getting into this bathtub. Um, is basically what's going to make her look like she's killing herself. Um, you haven't seen this, but um, despise me yet. So despise me is basically her waking up in purgatory. Um, so the entire video is going to be short. We haven't actually, I haven't actually decided completely what I'm doing for this video yet. Hmm. Um, so it's when this comes out, this will be a surprise to me. So I'm, <laughs> I'm talking to my future self. If it, if it's good, well done. If it's bad, you suck. Um, she is going to awake in purgatory, and we are going to have to film some fairly sort of more artsy stuff compared to what we've done for the last two videos because the video will be all of us also playing in basically black space, which is what we're trying to make simulate purgatory. And then the end of the video, I can't really explain what's going to happen in the video because I don't even know myself yet. Mm. Um, the end of the video is going to be her waking up in the bathtub, which is the end of the second video. Mm. Um, and that will be those three videos put together. Um, that will kind of create the story of what the EP is about, kind of minus the purgatory thing. The purgatory thing is more of just a, um, more just kind of flavor for the video, mm. to be honest. But the entire, the most of the EP is about what the effects of what it can do, like, the whole premise of I built this house from nothing was how I built myself up when I left the religion to be like my own person. Mm. And my parents obviously kept their own way and I went this way. And when it first happened, when I first left this religion is more what I don't feel anything anymore is about. Cause it's sort of like feeling really, really disconnected from your family. Like you, I've got family sort of all over the world and stuff like that. My voice is breaking now. I'm not crying. He's <laughs> <It's> getting emotional. <laughs> um, so obviously it can be quite hard feeling like completely disconnected from your family. But obviously, it, to be fair, it did build up and get better. So Despise Me is... Despise Me, the lyrics in it are very much like... This is set from two different perspectives. So like one of the perspectives is one side of mental health and the other is the other side. So the whole point of Despise Me was that you can your mental health if it's if it's if it's taking you in a bad direction that can make you feel overpowered sort of thing so if you're so the other side of it i'm confusing myself talking about this song um the more side that i thought i was 
was me singing from my point of view. And the other lyrics, usually more throughout the song, the heavier lyrics, are me singing from what I thought was mental health point of view. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's more the sort of, like, kind of crushing stuff, sort of, like, oh, weight of the world's coming down on you, all that kind of stuff. And, um, yeah, like, that was song was kind of just, like, a, again, a link in with becoming depressed over what's happening, feel like I'm becoming completely disconnected from my family, it'll never get better, all that kind of thing. So that's what that song is about. Um the other two singles are they're kind of along the same line. Um, the end of the EP, um, you wouldn't have obviously heard yet. It kind of it ends in a way that I feel like the situation ended. Like the situation with my family is kind of like I'm trying to think of like the last lyrics of the song, how I actually tied it in with the situation. It's sort of like we're never going to agree on the same things in life, but it doesn't mean that we have to be sort of like this, like far apart mm-hmm. all the time. It doesn't matter. It's going to get better. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. And and to be fair, it did. Like after time, obviously there's still issues, yeah. but it did get better. And like the EP is like, it goes basically from start to finish as a story. Mm-hmm. So um, it'll make sense more if you like listened to the whole thing, like start to finish. And if anyone else did that, if people do like the EP and they listen to it, if you listen to it from start to finish, especially if you read the lyrics, it will make a lot more sense. Mm-hmm. Like the start of the EP is very like kind of like hard hitting, and then the end it kind of flats out at the end a bit more sort of like just kind of like flat out and it ends like a bit more um stable, mm. which the last song kind of does anyway. It stabilizes a lot at the end. It's got quite a big emotional ending, and then just kind of like stabilizes. Mm. I'm interested in the lyrics. Uh, can you? Uh, like, I don't know with band stuff. Like you know uh, those lyric websites. Do you have to submit lyrics to them? Do other people do it? Like are you? Are you all, I should have really looked up. But are place holders, not, other people do it. Other people do it. Yeah, other people do it. They, don't ask me how. Um, if it's a personal lyric website, like it's nothing to do with like any labels or nothing to do with the music industry. It's like, I don't know, like A to Z lyrics or something like that. Chances are someone runs it and people submit lyrics to it. People will be like. Oh, this is this song by this band. They'll be like, cool, uploaded. Like, I can't imagine they're all 100% accurate, to be honest. Like, they've got yeah. so many lyrics on it, but I imagine just people just throw lyrics at it. It wouldn't surprise me if bands could put, put their own lyrics on there. It wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, I just wanted to hear that because I was thinking if, if you haven't, it might be worth, like, I'm not trying to tell you how to run your band, but it might be worth, like, releasing the lyrics. Our lyrics are already on site. Um, are they? Yeah, I Google myself sometimes <laughs> and my band. Um, and yeah, um, I Do know. Do you put in the YouTube uh, description and stuff? Yeah, most of our songs have um, the lyrics in the YouTube description. But um, I know Cement and Relief are both online. Um, Not really. Relief's on a couple of websites. Yeah, it was it got put up when Dreamband came out. So I assume people would just put it on there. So I know what they used to do because obviously one of uh, <clears throat> one of the things that happened was I obviously we I think we both used to buy a lot of CDs and things. And obviously you get the CD booklet, and nine times out of ten it would come with like a lyric book, and that's kind of half the point of buying it almost. Um, and I remember with Slipknot, their song Wait and Bleed, like the, the, one of the first lines, he, he I, I don't give a fuck what anyone says. He literally says, I felt the air rise up in me. But every lyric book you look at, it says, I feel the hate rise up in me. And uh, some people say it's his accent, some, even though he barely has an accent, but some people say he was saying hate and it just sounds really weird. And- I thought it was air. <laughs> I didn't know until you just said that. I thought it was air. Yeah, so. Is it, so you've, and you've been listening to Slipknot uh, like longer than I have, I think. And I've been listening to Slipknot since I was about 13. So I've been listening for like 12 years. Yeah. And it's like... Yeah, he says, I felt the air rise up in me. Like, that is literally, I don't give a fuck about that is literally what he says. But as, as much as I'd like to, like, start, kind of say, like, yeah, it definitely is, there are so many lyrics that I've, like, I've heard and then seen lyrics for, or someone's told me, and I'm like, what? Oh, I've yeah. been so wrong for so long. <laughs> it's just like, Why did that with the words Hill? I've been singing, I'm just sort of like, 
Is it? <laughs> I did that with Kane Hill. Do you remember? It was the um, what song was it? It was. Uh, I remember, but I, I don't I remember, remember what it was. It's when he goes days of men oh yeah and I thought he said Jezebel like yeah. Jezebel as in Jezebel as in a reference to the Bib- I think it's a biblical story about yeah I remember devils. that because you were walking up the stairs and you're, asking, you're singing it's like you know it's days of man right yeah <sighs> days of men should I say um, yeah and I thought it was Jezebel yeah there's there's loads of songs that's happened to me before there's still songs now that I even songs that I'm like I'm driving I'll sing and this is more just laziness and it's like I know I'm singing the wrong words there but I just can't be bothered to look up what it is because I know as soon as I look it up I'll be like that actually makes sense then I'll go back and listen to it again forget what it was and sing the lyrics that I've always been singing so it's yeah. just kind of it happens I'm just I'm terrible for it I do that rap a little bit like, there's, there's, I try rap's even worse though because you're never going to remember when you've read it it's well just the, that's like, the problem is there's, there's about I can do about 10 I think 10 songs that are rap songs. I say flawless. It's not flawless. But I could do 10 rap songs that I could do at like karaoke or I could do in front of people if the music is playing behind me. I know them. If you just got me just a freestyle now, do the lyrics, I could probably do about four of them. <laughs> and, uh, out of the 10, it's like two Childish Gambino songs, which is Sweatpants and Bonfire, and then about eight uh, Eminem songs. And then there's one Scroobius Pip song, Introduction, and one tech nine song called ptsd and that's it and it's like even then i do that and i look up the lyrics sometimes if i get really obsessed with a rap song i just really want to learn all the lyrics to because i feel cool by myself in a car <laughs> doing all the lyrics and it's like sometimes i look them up and i'll read them and i go okay and then i'll do it and then i'll completely forget immediately and there's still parts in like eminem songs or um i think in the song cold wind blows there's a bit which i can make my mouth look and sound like I'm actually saying what you're saying like if you have if I have the music playing yeah. you'll think I'm saying the lyrics but if you ask me what that last line was I have absolutely yeah, as far as I know it's flippa but um, <laughs> if I say it fast enough and like quiet enough it doesn't matter there's loads of songs that I sing that are like that I'm mean, just like I don't know it happens sometimes with my own song I forgot what I wrote there so I'm just gonna go like ah, and it works but um, yeah no well, I can it? say mum spaghetti to lose yourself like flawlessly all the way through. Oh yeah. Just mum spaghetti, mum spaghetti, mum spaghetti. She's nervous. Mum spaghetti. Like, I can just do that all the way through. You should release a remix of that. I might do. And make you probably get more views than anything you've ever done. How's that make you I, feel? To be fair, it annoys me that it probably would because yeah. it's that it's that bad. Mm. And I'd probably get less hate than I've got on some of my current songs. I was gonna ask I'm about my songs, our band songs. Yeah, it's not just you, the solo project, like the Calumstone Experience. What well, because uh, I remember it's not gonna be called the Calumstone Experience. I'm gonna sound like Post Malone, I'm gonna call myself Post Alone. It's gonna be like really depressing. <laughs> well surely post alone means after being alone, therefore you're with someone. Shut up, it's just quite, it's just quite... <laughs> I need it to sound close enough to Post Malone that people can easily just typo Post Malone and be like, Oh, another guy and I and it's also got the word alone in it because Post Malone. Nah, it's just not close enough and it doesn't mean anything. Post Alone is kind of like, oh, it's got Alone in the title. That means it's sad. And that's exactly what my music will be. So you're going to be like Post Malone, sad. but only hear sad songs? No, I'm going for Lewis Capaldi. But it's just going to be called Post Alone. Okay. So Lewis Capaldi is going to be like songs for sad mums, because like, I feel like I can really cater to that market. I might get a new haircut, but aside from that, like, yeah, I could really cater to sad mums. What haircut would you get for sad mums? I'm not really sure. You wouldn't be able to wear your emo haircut. And no, that's what I mean. Well, to be fair, I could I could probably just cut it a bit short at the back, maybe go back brown. Just, yeah. Just be a bit sort of, be very sensitive. <laughs> just sort of like constantly talk about the issues like with, the issues with young mums and all that kind of stuff. And I don't know, pretend like I care about stuff. Mums love that. Mums like it when you pretend to care about stuff. Yeah. Nice. Good. With, with your new, um, with, out of interest, because obviously... Myself being obviously a mate of yours, and also being a fan of placeholder, it, it's um, people could probably hear it when You're I not talk. Allowed to, to post hate. 
I'm not allowed to no. Yeah, you've but got, you've I wonder. There's two things, which is one thing was I want to ask the uh, the what's different about the new EP to the old EP. But before I ask that, with some of the hate that you've had, like with the new song that's on Dreambound, I saw that you didn't. Someone say think that you were two different vocalists. Yeah, someone said the first vocalist vocalist was zero out of ten, and the second was eight out of ten, which is more of a reflection on himself because I'm the only vocalist. So <laughs> I chose to read that I'm eight out of ten. And no one is zero out of ten. So don't you average it and you just get four out of ten? No, no, that's not how I did it. <laughs> I immediately read it and I was just sort of like, yep, yeah, I'm eight out of ten. Fuck everyone else because the instrumental was seven out of ten. So it was my way to go back to the band and be like, ah, yeah, I fucking, I'm amazing. Didn't you have someone before say that you were like SpongeBob doing death metal or was that Decipher? No, nope, that was placeholder. Someone said this is what happens when SpongeBob sings metal, and I was like, yeah, cool. Um, without making excuses, it's really hard to judge that kind of thing because mm-hmm. it's happened with. A lot of our songs. If you get a load of good comments, you get loads of good comments. If you get a load of negative comments, negativity negativity breeds negativity. Like people will see those negative comments, and if they don't like it, they go, "I'm going to put a negative comment too. I'm going to put a negative comment too." And that's not me just defending the fact that the song is shit. Because I, <laughs> I mean, I don't think it's shit. Obviously, like we looked, the like and dislike ratio to it is really good. I'm pretty sure it's still like nine to one. It's like we've got like. I don't know what it's up to now, but it was something like 150-something likes and only like 40-something dislikes. I was like, it's, it's still pretty good. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm happy with that. Um, but yeah, like when it first came out, we had a couple of bad comments and then it literally just seemed like we we're only getting bad comments. But like I went on it earlier today and it's like, we've actually had like sort of seven or eight good comments after that. And like once the good comments started coming in, more people started posting good comments. Because mm. I think people are afraid to be the one who's like, oh, I like this song. And then everyone else be like, oh, no, shit. And then they get someone Because we have one person, the most upvoted comment on that video is someone saying, I don't really get why everyone dislikes this. Like, I, I quite like it. It's just different taste. And that's had loads of upvotes. So it's oh. at the top of the list and it's got loads of likes. It's like, it's, it's hard because you can't criticize people for posting bad opinions of a song. If someone doesn't like it, they're more than welcome to comment. I, I hate pointless hate. Mm. I really, really dislike it when people who clearly have absolutely nothing to do with the genre they, they're never gonna like metal music so they we get it on facebook sometimes and we just delete their comments we're literally like no fuck off we don't care about you yeah because they will clearly they clearly have no interest like you'll click on their facebook profile and Nicki minaj will be there like their cover photo and it's like what why are you coming on a coming on a metal video like you clearly have no interest in it you're just spreading hate that I I just I don't have time for that. It does yeah. my head in it, annoys me. I don't care. If someone is into the genre and they post either constructive criticism or they say like it's not for me, the comment will stay there. It's like, yeah, it's fair enough. Or even if even if it's a really horrible comment and it's like, look, it's like, oh yeah, this is complete shit and stuff like that. It's sort of like I don't really see why you bother putting it. Like there's I've never gone to any band's video, especially small bands on side who are clearly paying to have their stuff put out there, who want like the best feedback they can get. Or they don't want people that they're like... If you're paying to have your video sent to someone, the first thing you don't want them seeing is a comment that says, this is fucking shit. Like, that's... It's detrimental. It really is, especially when you're a small band. I would never, ever go to another band and go, this is shit. This is terrible. This is this and that. It's like, because there's no point. There's tons and tons and tons of... And I mean tons of bands that I've listened to on Facebook. I'm like, that was awful. But there's no way I'd I'd ever put that on the video. No, I'm the same. Literally, there's no way. But it's like, what's the point? I feel the same about disliking videos. I think on YouTube, if you're on my YouTube account over the last like five years or whatever, genuinely, I think I've only disliked like two or three videos. And that's when they're like, 
They're the kind you know when you go to like a like a YouTube rabbit hole and you got someone talking like rubbish nonsense like flat earth or some shit like that. That that's flat earth are different, they're not yeah. people. Um, but like when it's music, I agree with you. Like I, I've never even if I listen to music and even if I think it's absolutely terrible, unless it's on like Friday by Rebecca Black, you know, I think I commented on that, but that came out god knows how many years ago. Yeah. But like when it as, exactly as you say, I listen to I go on Spotify and I listen to a lot of music that's quite small unsigned bands because obviously where I listen to your music and then a lot of the bands that you play with I generally listen to I go on tour I obviously come see your shows and then I listen to the bands you play with I get recommendations for quite a few smaller bands I think Currents is recommended and so is a band called Victims and they're both bigger than your band but like well at least I think they are Currents bigger than oh yeah they are yeah, yeah Currents bigger than us yeah I was, I was going to say I don't want to just suddenly be seeing like a uh, no 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 Currents are quite a lot bigger than us yeah. they've been doing um, really well since one of their most recent releases yeah well Victims and uh, Currents they're like I think on Spotify, it's like 40,000 monthly listeners and less. Like that sort of smallness where like they're probably not enough to stop being, to be making proper money off a band, but enough to be self-sustaining. And it's like, I, I do like them. And I, I hear a lot of these new uh, sort of small bands that come out. And then I'd probably say good, only one in 10 do I actually say that's good. And probably only about one in 20 do I say that's actually good enough for me to always listen to. But even when I see bands that when I come to shows with you, if the if any of the band walks past me, unless they're being cunts, which I think I've only ever seen one band live who've actually been actively awful and horrible people, excluding that, when people generally like seeing them, I'll just go, oh, you play really well. Like even if yeah. I didn't think they played that well, it's just nice to say and, and people feel really good about it. Yeah. Obviously, if I think they're incredible, I'll have a proper conversation about it. Yeah, but. it does make you feel good if like it... Especially if you do, if you do genuinely play really well, and someone actually comes up to you after and says, "Like, look, this was that was really good," and they actually start picking out points about the show because it's yeah. like that makes you feel like, "Oh well, um, we were kind of like," because you do before shows, especially if it's far away shows or anything like that. Sometimes you just like, "This is just not going to be worth it." We're going to travel so far, no one is going to watch us and stuff like that. Even if one person comes up to you after and says, "Look, that was really good," it's like, oh, suddenly it was worth it. it yeah. Even one person, it, it makes all the difference. But um, the disliking videos, like. Yeah, like I said before, it's annoying. It's different when it's on a channel like Dreambound because Dreambound have about, if I remember correctly, it's something like 50,000 subscribers and the chances are they are subscribed to that channel because they like the channel. They don't like your band. And it's like if they if Dreambound are constantly posting bands that this person or this other person think really good and they suddenly release a song that they think is terrible, I mean, I wouldn't do it personally, but they are entitled to dislike it and say like, no, oh, Dream Man, you're going downhill or something like that. So cause that's a lot of the comments we got um, on the video because I actually backtracked for a lot of the videos. And like, there are some good, but there's quite a few videos where people are like, oh, Dream Man are going downhill, going downhill because a lot of people seem to think they're posting material that they don't like, which is fair enough because they liked this channel a lot before. So you can't have a go at these people for doing that, especially if this channel that you love are suddenly posting loads of videos that you don't like. If you put it in anything, like you put it in, I don't know, I mean, so I know you watch Honest Trailers, or I watch Honest Trailers, but if they suddenly did all their videos start getting bad, yeah. you're kind of within your rights to comment and say, like, your videos are bad now. Like, you should go back to the old routine that you were doing. It's like... You're entitled to an opinion, but yeah. it has to be vaguely constructive. Yeah, it kind of, yeah, like that. But, and I, I, I can take hate. Like, I've definitely had hate. My favourite hate was when we released um, Grey for the last EP. And one of the comments we got on um, YouTube, the video, was literally, it was literally just, well, this was gay. I was like, that is, <laughs> that is my favorite comment ever. It's like, that is the least constructive criticism anyone can have. It's like, is there something else about the song you don't like? You literally just thought this was gay. I didn't realize I could write a song that's like, it's, it's, it is the softer song. Like, it's quite soft all the way through. So I wouldn't say it's metal all the way through. It's metal at the end because it obviously gets heavy. It builds. But there was nothing in it that I thought when I was 
singing the song or when we're writing the song, it's like, right, make it more gay because this bit needs more gay in it. <laughs> and I was just sort of like, what? I mean, are you homophobic? I didn't know what to say bad to it. So like, do you dislike gays then? It's like, I'm not gay anyway, but I mean, if you dislike gays, I mean, feel free to fuck off. It doesn't, I don't care. It's, just, it's, it's a funny thing to come out and say. It is a weird place. Like, I, I can't, I, I, I think even when I was like quite active on YouTube and stuff, I didn't really comment that often unless I thought something really funny. But it, it's like, apart from that, I, I never really felt commenting on their, once again, I'm in the same sort of headspace you are. I haven't got a problem with people commenting and I think people should be within their right to comment. And as I agree, like if it's a small band and there's not very many comments, don't be the first person to comment and say it's shit. Like, even if you think it is shit, unless they're, unless they're spouting actual hate. Like if they're, if you were like a small hardcore band and you were like spouting Nazi propaganda, go ahead. Yeah. Do that. But you're speaking, your lyrics are all about personal things or sort of greater ideologies and toxic ideologies. So it's like, it's not attacking any one person or group of people specifically. It's just talking about certain flaws and also your own personal experience. So people should just look at it and go, I'm not a fan of this. Or, you know, as you say with the Dreambound thing, it's a very good point. Dreambound release hundreds of artists or thousands and thousands of artists. So they can say this isn't up to Dreambound's usual standard or this isn't. That's fine. But if they just go on your placeholder UK channel and they just listen to all your songs and then just go, these are all shit. Then it's like, why... What are you trying to accomplish from doing that? Yeah. Does it make you feel good? Like that's what baffles me the most. Yeah, it's annoying. You you kind of it's one of the, it's one of the catches of like being in a like a band and doing that kind of thing. Really, it's like you you just have to take it. Yeah. If you respond to it, you it, it chances are it won't happen. But you could respond to it, and then someone could literally just post on your Facebook wall or something like, "Oh, this band got a little bit of hate," and then they called him a dickhead or something like that. So like, and that immediately takes anything away from what he said and makes you look bad. It's like, yo, you can't take hate, and it spreads further and further and further and further. And it's like, there's almost nothing you can do about it except take it. It's like if someone is if someone is going to be that person who's literally just going to be on YouTube all day, they're going to wait for songs to come out, and they're going to be like, "Oh shit!" And it's sort of like, what? I mean, okay, pointless, but okay. It doesn't matter. Like, it's not just us who get it. Other bands get it. Like, sometimes you get it way more than us. Like, sometimes, I mean, like I said, when we released, we we were all, like, even our management, we were all kind of like, we thought that was the best song. We thought that was our best song. And we were like, oh, well, we think this is going to go down the best. And we've only released two songs. And it hasn't gone down badly, but it's gone down the worst of the two. So we're like, oh, we're wrong? Or have we just had a few, like, I mean, in the hindsight of it... It's had way more likes than dislikes. It's had eight and a half, probably nine thousand views now in a couple of days, and we've had about seven bad comments. And all of us in the band, are like, oh my god, it's getting all these bad comments. So it's like, it's just like, it's just literally seven people who, like, half of them just went, you the vocals are shit. So it's like, well, you guys haven't even done anything wrong. It's just everyone hates me. <laughs> so it's like, but it's it's so easy to get bogged down by literally just a few negative comments. It's like in the hindsight of things, it's just not the hindsight. It's like the bigger picture. It's like it's nothing. It's literally nothing. If we had 20, like, if there were 50 comments on it and every single one of them were bad, but it had 500 likes and eight and a half thousand views, it's like, what's 50 people? Mm. Literally, it doesn't matter. It just is when it starts coming through and you start getting all these negative comments, you just, it, it's easy to get bogged down by it. It's easy to get weighed down and think, oh, no, it's shit. We've made a mistake. Mm. But you have to just, you have to bear in mind that people are going to do it. And it's it's not even it's not even to do with music when i've said this i've always said it all through my life it's like if you like something the chances are you will like it and that's it if you absolutely love something you may comment but if you dislike something you are going to comment about it 
it's like if you it's why you can never in my opinion you can never trust google reviews yeah because literally every time it's like if you get a bad service from someone you are going to go out of your way to make sure that they know that and that google know that if you get a decent service from someone or a good service from someone chances are you're going to forget about it immediately it's like <laughs> it's it's like i'll go to the shops or the post office or any anywhere where someone will serve me and they can be perfectly nice person 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 they can do a perfectly good job and i'd be like cool and i'll literally exit the shop exit wherever i am and i will never think of that person again if someone literally i don't know like they look at me funny or they say something that i think is a bit rude to me i'll walk down the street and i he was a bastard he was an absolute <laughs> bastard and that will stick in my head till i go to bed i'll go to bed and like so if that guy at the post office said he was a bastard like I, w- I went to a festival with Soph the other day and admittedly I was drunk. I probably shouldn't say this because it's not a very nice thing. I was definitely drunk. And he basically pushed past Soph from what I know. From I was I was too drunk to actually know what was going on. I just heard this from her. So I turned around and I swore at him and I, I told him to fuck off and everything like that. One, I was glad he didn't hit me because he probably would have knocked me out. Like He's bigger than me. And two, like I kind of woke up the next day. I was like, I overreacted to that so bad. He may not have even like... He did say say something to Soph, and then he said something to me. I can't remember exactly what he said, but it was something like, yeah, look at me all you want, mate. And I was sort of like, I probably still did overreact massively. But if someone, if it had been a complete other situation, and instead of pushing past, he went, oh, sorry, you go in front, or something like that. It was the other way around. And he went, oh, you guys go in front. I'm not sure what I want yet. I would have forgotten about him in 10 seconds. Yeah. There's absolutely no way I'd remember him. I'd never go back to all my friends the next day and be like, this guy I met yesterday was the night he let me go past him when I was waiting for a drink. Like he was the nicest guy ever. It's like, it just doesn't happen. So if you, if something is bad, you're going to make more of an effort to let people know, in my opinion. So you have to take that into account. I think when it comes to like releasing new songs, like more people are going to comment if it's, if they think it's bad. Yeah. I mean, especially when you're a band this size, it's hard to find people who are going to be like, that is literally my favorite song ever. Or that song was amazing. Hmm. Cause when you're in a big band, something will come out and within an hour of it being out, a hundred thousand people will have heard it already. And the chances are a hundred of those people are going to think it's absolutely amazing. It's going to be exactly their taste. They're going to love it. And they're all going to leave all these good comments. Whereas when only 10,000 people hear it in the first week, it's obviously it's a lot more streamlined. Like not many of those people are going to think it's like their favorite thing ever. And if there's already been a bit of negativity about it, a few people have gone, all right, this person, chances are they're not going to go, this is my favorite song ever, or this is my favorite thing because people are assholes. People are just going to be like, Oh, I can't believe you think that. Oh my God. It's like, yeah. So it's, it's difficult. Yeah. I totally understand what you mean. I mean, I was going to bring up that point, but you, you uh, said it perfectly. Essentially it's just people are more negative online. And, and exactly as you said, if people are annoyed by something as with the whole TripAdvisor thing, like if I go to a nice little Airbnb or something, me and Megan, we do try and make an effort to post a good review on it because we always forget. But like, I don't think I've ever posted a review for any restaurant I've ever been to. If I go somewhere really cool, like there's this place down South Sea, which is called Bangers and Brews. And there's another one called Burgers and Brews in the same place, uh, same, same owned place, but it's like down the road from the other one. And all it does is just do every crazy hot dog like like they well, every crazy hot dog but I have to show you a picture um, and I think I'm going to post on Instagram by the time this is out so um, people will be able to see it there but it was like a foot long chili dog with caramelized onions and bacon bits and it looks amazing and they've got cool music you know it's all and they've got like all these beers they've got like you know loads of hipster craft ales and stuff and it's a really cool place and I'm going to post on Instagram about it at some point because I took a nice picture and it looks fun it's something to post on my social media to make people want to listen to be follow genuine chit chat a bit more rather than just being about the podcast but I'm not I hadn't even until this conversation right now and this was a couple weeks ago I hadn't even thought about leaving a good review on TripAdvisor or anything like that 
And it's one of those things where it's like, you know, you get those little cards from a, you get a restaurant and it says, please review us. And you look at the card, you go, nope. But if it says, please review us, you might win 250 quid, then you're more inclined to do it. Yeah. And it, it's one of those things where it is annoying. I, I hate myself for doing this because as I said, like, I love, now obviously, I really like the two new songs that you've released. But as I said, I tr- what I try and do is really sit, listen to all as an EP because what I find with me as an individual is like uh, when you had Grey, like I really, really like Cement. But the songs that really clicked with me was Alone and Transparency. They're the two of my favourite songs from that EP. But when I heard the whole EP, I listened to all and I was like, this is all good, but I kind of like those two songs the most and Cement's pretty good. But then as I got more into Alone and Transparency and I wanted to hear more of the band's sound... I got into the other songs a lot more because I didn't like Grey to begin with because obviously it's, it's not as heavy as the other stuff and I really like your heavier stuff and I really like Relief. I think that's really cool and I really like when you know, a female vocalist sings with a, a male vocalist, especially when it's heavy. But me liking the finding the two songs that weren't singles, I think you did release a video for Alone, but like at the time, me getting into that band, it, that song, it meant that I liked all the other music more. Yeah. And that's what I find with your, your new stuff as well. But I haven't commented on any of your videos. I mean, I try and make an effort to like them all, but I say make the effort. It takes like one second of my life. But you know what I mean? I, I, I realise now that I don't even leave comments on, you know, one of my best mates, say, passion projects that I, especially the first EP, because I haven't obviously heard the second one, thought was absolutely incredible. And even I haven't commented on that. And I listen to Alone and Transparency especially all the time still. Like, I, I actively listen to them quite a lot. And it's like, I had... Um, I get, I can't remember which one it is. It's whichever one I've done the mic grabs for. Um, I think it's transparency, but it might be alone. I don't know. I like them both very equally. One of them is I always getting stuck in my head. All I need to do is think about your band. And I get that stuck in my head. But even I have not mentioned anything, which makes me feel like bad in a sense. So that sort of negativity thing, I completely get with you. I mean, I'm interested. Do you ever even comment? Like just... I don't comment on anything. Like, exactly. I don't, comment, it, I don't it, comment on anything either. There's actually like, nothing I comment on. If it's, it's one of my, if it's anything to do with my friends, I'll message them. Yeah. Like, I'll, sometimes I'll, I'll leave a comment on Facebook or something like that. But anything else, I'm just like, no, I never comment. I don't, to the point, I don't think I have a YouTube account. <laughs> I'm in a band, I don't have a YouTube account. It's, yeah. it's just one of those things. It's like, I just, I just don't. It's just bad, really, because I'm in a band and it's like, I, but most of my mates are in bands. They don't comment on my stuff either. And that's not because they don't want to. And they're in the same position as me. I see loads of stuff. I never like, oh, that's my friend. Oh, that's my other friend. Oh, that's, no one does. No. There's only a set few people who will just comment religiously on everything. And it's, it's what it is, really. Yeah, I want to ask you, um, obviously we've passed the hour mark now, I don't want to keep you here for too long, um, but I want to ask a couple more just questions. One of them is, um, musically, how is uh, the newest EP, Despise Me, different from Grey? Is it like, you know, are the heavy bits more heavy, are the light bits more light? What did you, and you as the band as well, kind of want to do different, uh, if anything, or did you kind of want to keep the same sound? Like, what's the sort of... It's definitely, in my opinion, heavier. Like, yeah. the, the new single we're about... Well, it'll be out by the time this comes out. Well, the next single is the heaviest song we've ever written by far. And the other one of the singles that we've actually left off that isn't on the EP is also really heavy. Like, we've um, we've got two new members in, obviously, since um, Grey was actually written. And one of them is definitely in... Like, our drummer, Corey, is definitely into his heavier music. And he's brought a bit more of a dynamic to the band as well. But we've definitely, we've definitely got heavier. Um... I, I think the lyrics are a little bit more personal than... Um, I mean, I've, I've always written personal lyrics anyway, but I think this is all a bit more themed. Like, it's more of a concept EP than Grey was. Um, this is more of, like, the entire EP is based around a certain theme, which is kind of why we took the other two songs out, because they weren't actually, like, quite in keeping with the theme. They're along the same kind of lines, but they weren't quite... wasn't quite as story-based as these five are. Yeah. So it's definitely more of a concept EP. 
Um, I think it's more complex. Um, Grey was... I don't know how to describe it without name dropping bands and saying like, oh, we were trying to sound like this, we were trying to sound like well, this. I was going to ask what your influence is. You can kind of well, like, say with the difference between the two bands. To be honest, we, yeah, that, was, that was the issue with Grey. We always argued about our influences. Like, oh, well, I want to bring in stuff that sounds like Let Live. I want to bring in stuff that sounds like these other bands, this band, this band, this band. And so like it became a bit of a mismatch. And we were just sort of like, oh, we want to sound like too many bands. And then I think when we were doing this newer stuff, we, were, we just kind of ditched that. It was just completely like, right, does this sound good? Does this sound good? Does this sound good? Let's put all this together, which is why a couple of the songs, I think certain bits of it, just like, it, you would not expect that to go there. Like, because mm. I still listen to it now. It's like, that doesn't go, but I like it. <laughs> and it's like, that's just the way it went. When we were writing this EP, it just it went very in the direction of, we're not really sure how we want it to sound. Let's just do what we want. And we did that. And it, 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 we, we liked the result it gave us. Yeah. And I was going to say, well, um, with the, obviously, this is, I'll uh, stress this, this is going to be released when your EP will be released, so I'll make sure of that so it doesn't spoil anything. Um, But you've got um, the vocalist from Loathe, haven't you? That's basically, is that the only guest vocalist you've got on your new EP? Yeah, Kadeem's the only um, guest vocalist on this EP. Yeah. Um, Yeah, it was was pretty simple, to be fair. Like, I mean, I I spoke to him um, a couple of times, and we mostly mostly just chatted over um, social media, because... Obviously, he's not from Southampton, he's from Liverpool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we were just sort of chatting and I showed him the new track and he was like, yeah, I dig this. So well, I got him to do the bits. Um, he sent it over. We got our guy to mix it all in with our stuff. Um, and yeah, he's on it. Well, it's, it's incredible. I mean, anyone who anyone who listens to uh, Loathe or another uh, band from England which sound uh, the similar sort of thing is Lotus Eater. Um, Lotus Eater, I think, are heavier than Loathe. But the, the sound of those two bands, um, if anyone digs that, and obviously check out Placeholder, I hope if anyone's listening to this like an hour and a half through the chat, and this is probably going to be in the part two because normally split them, it's like I, I would hope they probably do like metal music, or if, if not, kudos to them. But like... I love Loathe and I really can't wait for Loathe to release new stuff and I do really like Loathe Seater. I want them to release like a whole album. I don't think I've got enough of their music essentially. Um, so I am, I think I heard, I think I had the demo, didn't I? Because um, you sent me the demo of, of the Loathe song yeah, I sent you a while ago. And yeah. I needed to do it once because I was like, this sounds really, really good but what I don't want to do is do what I've done in the past where I almost really get into the demo and then you change something about it. And then <laughs> the new version is better, like objectively. It's just that I've got, like, you know when a band does it where they've released like a single and you get the so album into it. version of the song. Yeah, and and it's like, there's a verse that's different and the lyrics are different. It's like, I liked the old verse. <laughs> yeah, like... you can't hear it anywhere anymore. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, as I said, we are, we are kind of, uh, well, we are sort of getting to the, uh, I'm now just staring blankly and not even saying words now. So I'm going to edit that tiny bit out unless I forget to. And then people are going to think I'm a moron. No, I like that. Just stare uh, blankly. Yeah, exactly. Just speak really fast. Um, but no, with, with obviously, with Placeholder, what, what I just want to ask is essentially, if there are any, do you want to name drop any influences? I went for about it, like for the new stuff. Like, um, I assume Loathe is part of an influence with having him in. Yeah, I mean, those kind of bad. It's, it's, it's impossible to give influences. So many of us into so many different things. We try to bring in like so many different aspects. Yeah. I mean, like loads of my vocal influence just comes from like all these old bands that I used to listen to. Like I say they're old. Like they're not actually old, but they're just not around anymore. Bands like Let Live and stuff like that. Like loads like of my- the tattoo that you want to get. Yeah. The- well, my chemical romance has always fucking been a massive influence for me anyway, but I yeah. bang them on about them too much. So <laughs> I'm not going to talk about my chemical romance here. Well, who would your, would your dream, like if you had a, like a, a dream collaboration for placeholder, because obviously that will uh, keep. Nah, it fuck genre. placeholder, me, Jeroboy, me and Jeroboy. 
That'd be your ultimate post alone slash Jared Way. That's the ultimate collaboration. Fuck so place one of his new, one of his new. Did you even like his hesitant alien EP? Uh, EP album. album, yeah. To be fair, I liked it. I didn't like it that much. It's just, it's just because I love My Chemical Romance that much. It's just all like Jared Way. It's just always My Chemical Romance. I don't care about the solo stuff. It's just always My Chemical Romance. Have you me. heard his, some of his singles that have come out since? Because he released about. I re- I heard the one that um, came out for um, the show. What's it called? Um, Umbrella, Umbrella Academy. Academy. Um, what, what song came out for that? Uh, Hazy Shade of Winter, I think it's called, and it's hit by him and Frank Euro and. It basically just sounds like a newer Mike Chemical Romance song. It's pretty good. Is Frankie Hero the guitarist of Mike Chemical Romance? He was, yeah. He's in his own band now. It's called Frankie Hero and the Sleeping Souls or something, isn't it? No, the Future Violets now. But did they used to be called the Sleeping Souls? I'm pretty sure that... No, it's Frank Turner and the Sleeping Souls. Frank Turner? No. Oh, it's Frank Turner and the Sleeping Souls. Frank Carter and the Rattlesnakes and Frankie Hero and the Violet. He used to be called something else. It was Frankie Hero and something else. You might be right. But yeah. I don't think it's Sleeping Souls. I'm sure that's Frank Turner. Yeah, it, and, it um, might be. I'm, I'm not. And he's now called Frank Yero in the Future Violence, but I'm sure it used to be um, something else. So you are probably right about it. might sound similar, but. I don't know. It's not hugely relevant. If anyone knows what we're talking about, they'll get it. And if they don't, no one, no one You're will get it. get a message like, how dare you not know how Frank Yero's old bang was. <laughs> well, okay. Dream collaboration then for placeholder. Like, ignoring Gerard Way, like, who would you. I've got an idea who I'd love to collaborate with you, but out of interest, if you could choose, like, any metal let's just say vocalist who did like a track with you that you could write the song with them as well and it would be on a plate solder um, release even if it was its own single who would it be um probably for our kind of stuff i'd probably say sam carter but it could easily be jason butler either i was or, thinking jason Butler. i would just either i would just be like that's so fucking sick i don't care sam carter just because i would feel really showed up with sam carter <laughs> not saying i wouldn't feel showed up with jason butler because he's an incredible vocalist but sam carter is just so unbelievably good that i feel like i wouldn't like i feel like his verse would come in and then my bit would come in and it would literally just be terrible it would just be the bar would be so much higher of what he does because like his vocal's just ridiculous what's well, because you look at listen to architects have you seen architects live uh yeah you saw a download or something wasn't it I've seen him a couple of times I saw but I haven't actually seen him since I suddenly I thought they were really good like I haven't seen him since um All Our Gods Have Abandoned Us because I, I saw them just after All Our Gods because they headlined Slam Dunk um, and I saw them then and I was absolutely blown away I didn't even realise like <clears throat> obviously his vocals sound incredible but I, I kind of thought oh maybe they're just they're, they're kind of produced quite a lot and I think that the architect sound is very raw but also very clean in a lot of ways no, you can his live vocals are just it's, ridiculous it's, as it's well. next level it's literally like it sounds as good as all the videos I've seen of them live it's just absolutely insane well, I, I heard, so good when I saw them live they only played the, the uh, I think it was just it might not have even been when All Our Gods was out I can't fully remember but I remember hearing all of the um, <clears throat> the album with Naysayer on it on and I heard his vocals and I was like this is insane like his, his singing and his tonal screams are absolutely top notch whereas obviously I've heard Let Live Live and I've seen Fever 333 Live and Jason Butler's vocals are incredible but he sounds different to anyone else he's got his own style so you compared to his vocals would be different but good but I, I would not to display your own vocals but obviously I, I would kind of feel similarly I think because Sam Carter is like absolutely top top yeah. top and you are very 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 good but he is just so so at the top of anyone I think anyone compared to him yeah like when he did that song with Bring Me in their Suicide Season album, that kind of worked because Bring Me in the album, he doesn't, uh, Ollie Tuck doesn't even sing, he just kind of yells a lot. <laughs> but um, is there anything else uh, you want to add? Obviously, I'll, you can plug your social media things in a minute, but is there anything else you want to add uh, before plugging social media things? No, not really. Just check all the links below. Obviously, follow, follow this podcast. Yes. <laughs> Um, <laughs> and just like check out all the links below. Like I so, said, well, this CP will be out when this comes out. So. I sound really unenthused. I'm not. It's just, you know, well, maybe I am. I don't know. Um, yeah, just check out all the links. Check out our Facebook. Check out all my bands. 
if you go onto our own Facebook, you'll see all my band's links and stuff like that. We've got our drummer, Corey, who does loads of um, video edits. So if you're in a band and you're looking for videos, hit him up. We've got a guitarist who does filming. Like everyone kind of does bits and pieces, and we've probably got more stuff coming out soon. So just keep track of us. Follow us on Spotify. That's quite important too. We don't have many uh, monthly listeners. It's hard to get. It's hard to gain Spotify traction without being added to playlists. So add us to your own playlists and share it with your friends. Do all that kind of stuff. Help me out. Help a brother out. I'm not actually a brother. You could probably tell by my voice that I'm not a brother. Um, but yeah, do that. Awesome. Well, thank you very much, Callum. It's been absolutely fantastic to have you on. You're welcome. I don't think you actually welcome me being on the um, podcast if you needed to do that. What, saying welcome to Callum? No, yeah, this is it. Callum from Placeholder. No, I do it in the intro, mate. That's fine then. Okay, fine. This was Callum from Placeholder. Thank you very much for listening to me. And that's the end of the episode. Thanks as always for tuning in, guys. Um, as I've said, you know, make sure you go check out uh, Placeholder's newest release, Despise Me. Uh, that's on Spotify um, and Apple Music and those sorts of places. And their newest video for Despise Me is also up on YouTube. So be sure to check that out. Um, coming up uh, next week, it will be part one of my chat with Shaldo, the London rapper. Um, he's also a manga artist, a full-time ninja. He's been on Ninja Warrior. Um, and he's a very busy guy. He's an incredible entrepreneur and very intelligent and really, really fun guy to chat with. Um, so that will be coming out next week. Um, in the subsequent weeks, um, I think I'm having a chat with someone next week. Uh, I can't remember what it's about specifically, um, but I'm chatting with them. And the weeks after that, there's a few guests I've got lined up, but I don't want to say that any of their names just in case there's any fans of theirs listening or anything like that, and it ends up falling through. So I have got more people uh, listed, but I don't have any others recorded at this moment. Um, as I said before, it's been pretty mental for me. I've, uh, I went over to Mexico for 10 days. Uh, I just moved house like four days ago. So I'm currently, well, I went from a house with, uh, Josh, who's been on the podcast, and another friend of mine. Um, and I moved in with just my girlfriend. The two, me and my girlfriend, were already living together in the last place just for a couple of months to see how it goes before moving. It obviously went really well, and now we're living in a flat. Um, so if it sounds a little bit different, which I don't, I don't think it does, but if it does, it's because I'm in the guest room, and that's what I'm going to be using for podcasting stuff going forward. Um, and yeah it's it's just been so hectic and so busy we're kind of we've now cleaned the whole of the other house got everything out of there i've done a few trips to the dump i've still got a lot of other crap to go through but apart from that it's it's all kind of coming together so hopefully i'll have a bit more of a sort of regular schedule again because anyone who's sort of a long-term listener will know uh i want like a two-week break just while i was in mexico i can be dealing with you know scheduling loads of episodes to be released and all this that and the other i was like no i need i kind of need a break from all these things um so you know also there's a solo podcast so if you like this end of the podcast ramble that i normally do for like five minutes where i don't edit it or anything like that that's basically what the episode is that i released uh before part one of this chat with callum uh, so episode 67 it's just me talking just d blithering on about rubbish uh so it's a uh if you enjoy this part, then that's a good one to go listen to. I just talk, I talk about Mexico a bit. I talk about sort of what's coming up. Like I'm guesting on, well, I've already guested on the Brave Files, which I've played a promo of Heather Vickery's before, and she's actually been a guest on the podcast a while ago. So that episode will be airing, I think October. I'm looking to do more collaborations with me on other people's podcasts and try and get the word out and things like that. Um, so I've got a few more authors lined up to come on the show. I've got 
a few other people here and there and stuff. So I am excited for the future. Um, but at the moment, I just kind of want to get this over and done with, as in this outro, uh, and go chill out with my girlfriend before we have to start doing more unpacking and things, because that is so much fun. Um, anyway, guys, thanks as always for listening. Um, as I always say, you know, rating on iTunes or Apple Podcasts or any apps that you use is really, really helpful. Um, it really gets the name out there a little bit more um speaking with your friends like if, if everyone listening told like one or two people about the show th- there'd be a quite a good amount of them that i think would enjoy it um as i say before it the show isn't about every episode appealing to everyone it's about each episode each different guest can sort of not targeted because i don't really do it like that i just kind of talk to people who are interesting but the sort of certain guests will be more interesting to certain people with who are from other demographics or potentially have other interests or things like that you know this one especially is going to be more so about people who like alternative music that's generally the the kind of audience for that so as i don't have a niche it's quite hard to market it as a you know there's movie podcasts so it's like okay you just target anyone looking for more movie podcasts or movie buffs and film buffs and things like that whereas mine is such a mix it's kind of hard to do that as much and i do try but what makes it best is you know me having my promos played in other people's shows uh and me having sort of guests on and me guessing in other people's shows as well as people spreading my word of mouth you know if if you love podcasts and you have a few friends who like podcasts you know see if they'll like this one see if you can find an episode that they may enjoy you know i've had authors on musicians travelers ceos um i've had you know the blind filmmaker golf from beer nuts productions who the promo is for today um i had uh, Bill M, which is a magic, he's a magister at the Church of Satan. He came on the show. Um, so it, I've had quite a wide birth, I guess is the term, if I'm using that wrong, sorry, but you know, have a wide birth of guests and it's going to keep diversifying, keep adding more and see who, inter- what interesting people I can speak to. So, so that's why I'd like you guys to try and share the show if possible on social media or with friends, family, etc. But you know, if people don't, it's not the end of the world. But I am going to stop rambling now. Um, so, you know, thanks as always for listening, guys. I appreciate each and every one of you listening, especially to the end. And I'll talk to all of you next week. <laughs>